This is the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome to the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network with Kurt Rowe and Kurt Goss III. Kurt Rowe is the Executive Director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association in St. Louis. Spalding, this calls for the old Billy Barule. Kurt Goss III is the head PGA professional at the Country Club of St. Albans. Hi, we're short. <laughs> now, it's time for the only podcast dedicated to St. Louis local golf. Let's get into the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome on in, CNC Golf Factory, St. Louis Podcast Network. I'm Andy Hanselman alongside with Kurt Goss, Kurt Rowe. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CC underscore golf underscore factory, C plus C golf factory on Facebook, and make sure that you like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Great show lined up for you today. Bubba Chapman, winner of the Boys Junior uh, MAGA Junior Amateur Championship, and Avery McLaughlin will be joining us as well. Uh, lots of talk about uh, things going on. Nine-hole championship happened over the past week. Uh, lots of junior golf stuff to talk about. And here to do it all with us is, is Kurt and Kurt. Hi, boys. What's going on? Hey, Andy. Good evening, Andy. Good to be hello, back hello. after a little, uh, little hiatus last week where all of our, our, yeah. real, li- our real lives got, got caught up and we had to take a little break. But uh, that just left, well, that just left, that left all 10, 20 listeners in suspense for a week. So. I'm mainly because Goss had member guest. I know. That most of our <laughs> listeners were going to probably be at the member guest, so they weren't going to hear it anyway. So that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I wish we could have figured a way to do it, uh, you know, live on set. Uh, but next year, roe has got to sign up and play the member guest. Uh, bring Andy as your guest. Ooh. There you go. Ooh. Do the show Dude. out there. That'd be, that'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe invite Joe Schwent. He's, he's itching to get on the show, guys. Is he really? Oh, it's driving him bananas that he's not on this show yet. I've gotten so many compliments about this thing from like several different people. So have I, and it's random people too. It's people yeah. I don't expect. Yeah, I've, I've, I have, I have the same. I've, I've yeah, done the same. Weird. So thanks, my... thanks to all of you for listening and subscribing. We really, really Absolutely. appreciate it. Yep. Um, how did member guests go, Kurt Goss? Uh, went great. Uh, absolutely uh, a great time, not overly hot. And then Saturday when we did have the shootout and the final couple of matches that day, uh, we had a little breeze. Um, as you guys know, um, the town, the territory has been dry, but uh, at least uh, the members and their guests got to uh, get out there and play and no hiccups with Mother Nature. Um, but uh, another successful event, and I will give a huge kudos uh, to the entire staff at St. Albans, but uh, obviously my boss, Joe Schwint. I mean, he is really, truly a legend when it comes to putting on member events, just like Kurt Rowe is a, a legend putting on the local events as well. Um, yeah. But, uh, no, it, it was great. And uh, Dave Kohlberg with uh, Callaway and Odyssey, our sales rep, uh, he was our event uh, gift this year so thank you Dave uh, as a Callaway staffer I appreciate uh, you helping out and your team but no it was great and I, I know all the other fellow uh, club pros in town and around a lot of part of the country 
are dealing with member guests. I mean, we turned around and yesterday had our 18 hole ladies member guest and it was a jungle theme. Um, so, uh, I was out there in a, in a goofy hat and a goofy vest and a, and a jungle theme, uh, golf shirt. And, uh, but you know, that's, that's the fun in it, uh, make it lively for everybody. So no, we had a good week and, uh, missed the show, but I'm glad we're back. Yeah. I was thinking about that earlier, you know, like there's like, there's like 30 seasons of, uh, diners, diamonds, and drives, right? But yeah. diners, drivings, and dives did not start when I was 16. I, I think they, they do like five episodes and then, oh, new season. Oh, new season. I've wondered that because I'm a big fan of that show. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 more than 30. I was looking at one the other day and it was like, yeah, I like, think it's like 36 or 37. Yeah, season 36 or something right. stupid. Yeah. I was going 30 so that way I could have easy math to get back to 16. That's why, <laughs> that's why, I, was, that's why I did that. So, uh kurt what do you have going on what's going on with you man how was your week yeah good it was nice to kind of get back into it too you know we had a little kind of a two-week uh break after getting through may and uh we had uh, you mentioned earlier the nine hole championship that we're going to talk about a little bit later and then um and then the junior champ the junior championship last week um which is why we got bubba and avery on this week our junior champions um 24th Metropolitan Junior Championship out at Sunset Country Club. So that was fantastic. We had 72 kids total tee it up um, in the different divisions, boys, girls, and all that stuff. And uh, so, yeah, so that's why we uh, we got Bubba and Avery on this week. Uh, Bubba, Bubba winning the, the boys and Avery the girls. Avery's a two-time, actually two-time girls champion. So, um, And then this week uh, we uh, wrapped up. We had a U.S. junior boys and U.S. junior girls Um qualifying um at spencer teolan this week so uh that uh that happened on tuesday out there 18 holes we had um 100 kids total 67 boys and 33 girls playing for three spots for the boys and two spots for the girls um to go on to the u.s junior amateur championships so uh awesome. and spencer t was spencer t was great it's in great shape awesome. it's uh you know they do it they do a really nice job out there i think it's one of, you know, everybody talks about a lot of these public courses been, I don't think people talk about Spencer T enough. I think it's, uh, no, you know, be, and, yeah. and the history, I mean, it's a two, it's hosted two USJ championships, two national yeah. championships in the mid, you know, mid to late nineties. Um, yeah. in fact, I commented yesterday, the scoreboard's still there. The scoreboard from like the 96 or I don't have the years, the but Publinks. In the Publinks, they did a win. They, yeah. They did the men's and the women's and the scoreboard's still standing. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of times those scoreboards end up, you know, falling down or that, you know, they get rid of them and I'll be darned those, that one's still standing. So, but, uh, just a shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Spencer T, Sam Lee, the head golf professional, Mary Campbell, the general manager and, uh, Tim Johnson, the superintendent. Um, great job. And, you know, we got to, got to send, um, I don't think, I'm not sure I've ever said on here, but it's one of my favorite parts of my job is sending these. Well, in this case, five kids, but sending people off to play in a, you know, in a USGA national championship who've been trying it for years. And, um, you know, this, these three or these five kids are getting to do it for the first time. And, you know, hopefully that just continues aspirations to go on and do it some more. So, um, but anyway, that's, uh, that's what happened this past week. To kind of reflect on that, a cool story came out today and uh, we'll get to, uh, our, our first guest here in just a couple of minutes, but, uh, Story about Trip Keeney, and you might know the name Trip Keeney, not from being a famous player on the PGA Tour. He has a very famous last name. His family is huge in golf. But Trip Keeney is the guy that was beating Tiger Woods in the U.S. Amateur at TPC Sawgrass back in 1994. I think at one point he was six or seven up. 
at least through the first 18 holes. And then Tiger mounted that incredible comeback. And for the first time in 16 years, Trip Keeney, because I've always wondered, you know, whatever happened to that guy? I mean, why, why didn't he go pro? You know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. And here he is going to tee up in the senior open at 51 years old. I'm like, Oh, I'm old now. It's cool. That is cool. And, um, yeah, I'm anxious to see, uh, there's a, there's some good storylines this week in the in the senior open, um, but yeah, Trip Keeney is definitely definitely one of those. Another one, since I just mentioned it about you know getting to play in your first USG Championship, I saw is a gentleman who's playing in the senior open. And I don't have the name. I should have got the names because it just triggered me. But he's playing the senior open, and he he I think he was a he's from the way he's from Wisconsin, which is where the senior open is at Centric World up in Stevens Point. But he talks about how he's tried for these for so many years to try to qualify for a u.s open for you know it's all this and now here at and then he's a senior and he's getting to play in his first usg championship and you know the, these people try it they try it for years and years and he's getting to do it for the first time so sorry i kind of segue off your trip kinney story andy but no no that's no just kind of, no it's kind of the insight it was wanting was to hear was that you know just kind of other similar stories like that when you yeah. have guys that are you know really really good and then they just kind of fall face to the earth I mean, kind of. I, I, know, I don't know that really. Bobby Jones fell at the face of the earth, but after he won his his four his his Grand Slam, he quit golf at yeah. nineteen thirty when he was twenty seven years old, twenty eight years old. Yep. Yeah. Well, there was nothing left to do at that point. <laughs> <clears throat> no, go go invent the Masters. Yeah, and that paid better. I be- <laughs> I'm sure that probably right. Wasn't he a lawyer in Atlanta as well? Oh, yeah. Question. yeah. Well, right? he got his he got his uh, law degree, I think, from uh, what's the university down there? Is it Emory? Emory. That's correct. Emory. Emory. That's right. You mm-hmm. said it. And I recognized it right away. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Played, played against them before in college. Who, who did? Uh, my school, my university. We oh, did. Wow. You played again once. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought you made, played against Bobby Jones. I was like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. That's, no. that's a new show. <laughs> I, pl- I played against the Bobby Jones before. We're not talking the same family, but it, the guy was named Bobby Jones. No, uh, we our university did once in the same field. Yeah. Lots of USGA action coming up this uh, this summer. Lots of fun stuff to watch. The amateur, the junior amateur, all the, the Walker Cup. Anytime you can catch it on television, it's always it's always pretty exciting to see. All right. We have guests coming up. Bubba Chapman and Avery McLaughlin joining us right here on the CNC Golf Factory, right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome back in. CNC Golf Factory, St. Louis Podcast Network. Andy Hanselman, Kurt Rowe, Kurt Goss alongside with you uh make sure you guys find us on instagram and twitter at cc underscore golf underscore factory and then on facebook it's c plus c golf factory also make sure that you like and subscribe on apple podcasts and spotify we have our first guest of the show lined up in this segment he is the winner of the metropolitan amateur golf association junior amateur tournament going to be a senior at chaminade this year and he's a future division one golfer yet to be decided Hey, it's, it's Bubba Chapman. Hey, Bubba, what's going on, man? How's it going, guys? Uh, really good. I'm at a tournament right now, um, traveling around, uh, playing a lot of golf. Uh, it was nice to be home for a few weeks and get to play in the MAGA Junior Championship. That was great. Um, and just looking forward to continue to hit the ball well this summer and, and put together good rounds. Well, great. Well, Bubba, thanks for coming on. I know uh, you uh, 
jumping on here with us this evening. You got an early tea time in the morning, you said, but uh, thanks for taking a few minutes. Uh, just mm-hmm. want to jump in first. You know, you're, uh, winning uh, winning the 24th Metropolitan Junior Championship last week at Sunset Country Club. You had two really good, solid days. Um, putting your name on the James M. Holcreep Trophy. Uh, it was pretty cool having Mr. Holcreep there to present the trophy to you and, and talk to you. Just uh, can you kind of expand on that and you know take us back to last week and what that what that meant yeah it was definitely special um especially with you know my high school teammate john Guerra having won two years ago nice to get that trophy back into Chaminade hands but uh <laughs> it was it was special the first round was just really really solid i just didn't really make any mistakes all day uh and kind of stumbled a little bit coming home uh on the back nine that second day but i hit i hit enough quality shots early and gave myself a really big lead I made a lot of really good smart birdies throughout the week. I took advantage of the par fives really well. And we play that course a decent amount for high school practice and, and matches. And I feel really comfortable out there. And it was just a really fun week. Bubba, you had a good spring too. Shamanad, you guys won this won the the team title state and you um I did looked up today. You tied. I guess, they don't do playoffs, I guess, in the individual side. So you tied a three-way tie for the individual title at state. Can you take us back to you know to uh, and where'd you play state at and take take us back to your, to your high school season? Yeah, that was at Silo Ridge, and I okay. I kind of stumbled my way through our districts just to get there. Um, having my sophomore year played a really bad round at our district championship, didn't even qualify for state. And this year, I had a pretty solid round going through nine, and I ended up at districts on like, I think my 15th hole, maybe hitting the wrong ball, uh, taking a two shot penalty on one hole and making like an eight or a nine. And it, I was in jeopardy of missing the cut and not even making it. And then I birdied my last two holes, uh, got in basically on the number and then showed up at state and put two really solid rounds together. I shot, it was at silo Ridge down in Bolivar, uh, shot even the first day shot two under the second day, and it was kind of nice because I wasn't in the final group. Like after the first day, there was a couple guys at one under, two under, and I think a couple guys at three under. And uh, there was two groups behind me. So I was a couple groups ahead. And it just kind of gave me an opportunity to not have too much pressure about winning and just try to focus on putting a good round together because I knew Chaminade was in contention. And for me, that mattered a lot more than uh, myself winning a state championship was, was about getting it back to Chaminade. So for us to be able to win by one the way we did and, and obviously – there was a lot of opportunities I missed uh, on that back nine that I felt like I could have made a birdie or two and, and gotten it to three or four under and one by myself. And I, I wish Misha had done playoffs, but uh, it was nice to definitely, I've, I've always wanted to do something like that to be able to win by myself and win as a team in the same year. So that was special. Hey Bubba, the, uh, the other Kurt here, uh, nice to meet you. And thanks for taking time tonight to join us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, just want to say, uh, obviously, congrats to uh, your uh, win last week and uh, a heck of a 2023 so far for you. Uh, what, do you what do you got on the uh, map uh, for the rest of the summer? Obviously, you're in Indiana right now. sounds like uh, in the middle of a tournament. Um, but uh, what's the future summer look like leading into the fall? Yeah, I got. I think my next event is called the Bubba Conley. It's in Memphis, Tennessee. It's, a, it's kind of a big junior invitational event. Uh, with a really big field so that'll be fun and then uh, after that I think I got two AJGAs and then I might do one more kind of early fall like in September or something Um, but it just um, yeah just just probably maybe a couple more events I'm going to try to qualify for the uh, U.S. Amateur Uh, early in the summer I tried to qualify for the U.S. Junior Am uh, missed by I shot even par missed by two Um, 
So maybe next, maybe I still got one more year for that next year. So I'd love to make that happen. Uh, but yeah, just more AJGAs trying to just, just piece rounds together. My first AJGA I did uh, back at Hot Springs in kind of early June. I was four under through two days. I was playing just really solid golf. And it wasn't a course I was very comfortable with. It was all Bermuda. It was short, pretty tight, took driver out of my hands a lot, which is not something I'm typically comfortable with. But I, I adapted really well. and I played two really good rounds. Put myself in the final group, one shot off the lead going into the final round, and I just shot 78. Just didn't – the putts weren't falling. I kind of had a couple little misses that got kind of compounded and uh, just wasn't able to stay as composed as I needed to to win a golf tournament there. So I learned a lot from that. And then, uh, obviously, right now I'm in Indiana playing at Otter Creek. It's a really long 7,200-yard golf course uh, where I get to hit a lot of drivers, which I like. Um Yesterday, yesterday I didn't play too well. I shot 77 and, and just made some – I probably only hit 10 or 11 greens and then did a little bit of work on the range after. Today I hit, I think, 16 greens, shot two under 70, kind of put myself back in it, so that was nice. Very nice. Um, hey, yeah, so, you know, we're kind of in our first few months of this uh, podcast, and we've already had a couple of junior players on. Um, and so what advice would you give to a golfer – four or five years younger than you to uh, kind of have that practice routine, but uh, school life and, uh, and trying to have a personal life too. What advice would you give somebody five years or five years younger than yourself? Yeah, there's, there's a couple of kids like that uh, up at Bell Reef. I get to practice with a lot that I can, I can tell kind of look up to the way I practice and the way I plan my tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, and it can, it definitely gets stressful. And I would, I would just encourage them to, to enjoy the game. Cause if you're not playing the game because you love it, you, you shouldn't be playing. And it's easy uh, to feel overwhelmed when you, when you finally work yourself into a situation where, you know, you have to step up, you're in an AJGA event or whatever it is. And you have to step up on a 200 yard par three and, and hit a long iron into a green with four college coaches watching you. Um, but you have to, you have to have fun with the way you do it, have fun, the way you practice, find ways uh, to practice, with your friends or by yourself that are just a lot of fun and, and bring you joy. Um, but also it's important to surround yourself with people uh, that are going to encourage you to be the best version of yourself on and off the course. Uh, but definitely put in the work, dude. I mean, go practice, you know, look, look for ways to get better, uh, especially coming from the Midwest, coming from a place where you, you're not able to get on the course 12 months out of the year, uh, find indoor ways, and find ways most importantly to improve your mental game. Uh, Cause I don't feel like, I don't feel like my ball striking has been, you know, exponentially better than it has been in the past, but I've been playing really good golf of late uh, because I'm playing a lot smarter golf. I'm picking smarter targets. I'm using, you know, data, whatever it is to just plan ahead. And I'm, I'm a little more in tune with my game, even though it's not, I'm not hitting the ball perfectly, but I'm, I'm when I pick smart targets, I can take big numbers out of play. I can make a lot of pars and birdies and take bogeys out of play. Uh, pick your golf courses. You know, when you're looking at a tournament schedule for your summer and you're trying to plan that out as a junior golfer, try to pick smart golf courses that you feel like you'll be comfortable with, but also, you know, be willing to challenge yourself a little bit. So it's just, it's just about having fun with the game. But, yeah. That's great advice. I, I respect the fact that uh, you pinpointed on uh, having fun with it, um, being smart about uh, when you can attack a golf course, which tournament. So, uh, uh, kudos to a young man like yourself, a uh, little uh, wise beyond your years. So uh, keep it up. Definitely. I'll pass it over to the boys. Thank you. You sound like one of us old guys talking like that. Better be, <laughs> better be careful over there. <laughs> 
Well, I'm going uh, oh, to piggyback up on that one real quickly on the wise beyond years. I want to go back to your interview you did with, uh, with our media team, um, Bubba. And I think I, I, I know it really hit me cause you mentioned it, you know, they asked you about, uh, I think, you know, what, what, what do you do to keep yourself calm and keep yourself kind of grounded when you're out there playing? And I thought your answer was really great. You know, you, you, you pray, you pray, you keep your rosary in your pocket when you're practicing and playing and, I surely didn't expect that coming from a 17-year-old kid. I'm just going to be honest with you. So I thought that was a really great answer, and I don't know if you want to touch on that a little more. Um, I thought it was really, I thought it was really great, and I, you know, for another junior golfer to hear that, I think is would be would be kind of cool. You know, what what led you to to, to do that, and you know, where where'd you get that from? At at your at a, as a teenager, I was definitely lucky enough to have just really good influences uh, that I learned from, and I remember I used to play. Uh, I used to be a member at Greenbrier. That's where I used to practice and play as a kid when I was 10, 11, 12 years old. And there was a kid that went to Chaminade. His name was Josh. And he was, I think he was four years older than me. So he was playing his, you know, high school golf when I was playing my middle school golf. And uh, he did that. He always kept a rosary in his golf bag. And uh, we ended up going to the same like high school youth group for about a year. I was in like eighth grade and I really wasn't supposed to be going. I was a little too young, but, uh, and he was a senior in high school and we went to the same like youth group. And being surrounded by a faith community was a place where I could get off the golf course and find, find joy and find happiness. And I wanted to find a way to, to bring that to the golf course so I could kind of feel that, you know, when I was playing and, and be reminded that, uh, be reminded that I, I love the game and that if it's not making me a better person, it's not worth playing. Uh, so I had, I would say Josh was, was a huge impact on my life. And I, I want to have the same impact on all the younger people that look up to me. Uh, but also, I have to credit my mother, you know, she, she also advised me to kind of keep a rosary on me at all times. And, uh, she's a big, uh, faith, you know, example in my life that has meant a lot to me. So I just, I, I kind of think sometimes like when I, when I have my rosary in my pocket and if it's a big kind of stressful moment, like I think I had a birdie look on 17th hole at state and I just really want, it didn't go in. I think I had about 10 feet and I think I've looked out, but I was just reading this putt and I had my, my hand in my pocket and I was holding it and I always feel like I'm holding my mother's hand just because it makes me feel comfortable. And sometimes I say a little hell hail Mary too. And it just, it just, it really calms my mind. It allows me to focus on what I'm doing and not be overwhelmed by the moment. That's awesome. That's pretty incredible, man. Yep. Yeah. Really I want people, I wanted people to hear that. We, I, we heard it. And if you yeah. didn't see it, although that, that Instagram reel got almost 2000 videos, uh, views so far. So really? a lot of people have seen it, but, uh, you know, I, I want more people to hear that coming from, uh, you know, coming from a high school or so, Bubba. I, yeah. I, I, I appreciate that. Thanks for sharing that. And Bubba, Thanks you can for giving me the opportunity to share it. Yeah. Yeah. No, not a problem. And you can tell your friends that you're on a top 25 podcast in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> or something along those lines. He'll share it. He, I, he'll, he'll get it out there for us. I'll do what I, I'll do what I can media wise. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm, we really, really appreciate that. That's Bubba Chapman. He is the winner of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association Junior Amateur. He's <laughs> going to be a senior chaminade. Bubba, thanks so much for your time tonight, man. We really, really appreciate it. Best of luck the rest of the summer and going into your senior year at Chaminade. Thank you guys for the uh, for the invite to come on here. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys. Avery thank McLaughlin you. coming up next on the Saint, on CNC Golf Factory on the St. Louis Podcast Network. <laughs> Thank you.
Welcome back. Segment three of CNC Golf Factory right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Andy Hanselman, Kurt Rowe, Kurt Goss. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CNC or CC underscore golf underscore factory. And on Facebook, C plus C Golf Factory. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Our next guest is the winner of the, uh, she was the MAGA Girls Junior Amateur Champion. She's going to be a junior at Visitation. Also, like our previous guest, a future Division One golfer doesn't know where she wants to go play yet. And you can find her on Instagram at Avery.McLaughlin. Hey, it's Avery McLaughlin. Avery, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. How's the summer been going for you golf-wise? It's been good. We've been busy, so that's nice. Great, well, Avery. Well, thanks for taking some time. I know you were just—you uh, literally, literally just got back into town from uh, from Nebraska. You were playing in the uh, the, the four four team state or four state team um, yeah. event up there. Um, I guess it gives a little recap on how that went. You were you were on Team Missouri with uh, some other with some other uh, junior ladies from around the state. Uh, but tell us a little bit about that event before we jump into the Metropolitan Junior. Yeah, um, it was a really cool event because you know you don't usually get to play on a, on a team, so that's nice. Um, I played with one girl from St. Joe in my first match. It was a four-ball match. We lost that one, but then we play another 18 in the same day, and that one is alternate shot, and we won that one, I think, six and three. And then today was singles matches, and I played against a girl from Iowa, and I won on the whole 16. So it was you know, a cool experience. You don't get to do that much, so it's fun to be out there. Good deal, and uh, yeah. So let's uh, we'll go back a little, to the last week to the to Sunset Country Club, and you are uh, you, you won the Metropolitan Junior Girls Champion uh, Championship for the second time. Um, Twenty four years, you join. You, you're the uh, now the fourth multiple time winner of that championship, joining Ashley Freeman, three time Abby Schrader, and Momo Kikuchi. So just take us back. Uh, what that meant. Um, you know, to uh, to capture that title again, you had a little break. You you won it in twenty one, um, didn't get it in twenty two, but then came back in twenty three. So tell us, take us back to Sunset last week, and just a little bit about the the Metropolitan Championship. Sunset, you know, it's a hard course. We play there for Viz Golf. It's our home course. We mainly play the front nine, though. You know, it's only nine hole matches, mainly for high school. But so I, you know, I felt comfortable. Obviously, the course is playing difficult. Um, I think kind of everyone was struggling out there with the greens, but I think coming in day two, you just had to come in with some sort of confidence because you're, you know, you're the one that's chasing down a lead. So, you know, you've got to be aggressive off the tee, be more aggressive with the putting, really just kind of, you know, feel confident in your game all around. And I think that's what helped me out. Well, fantastic. And uh, yeah, like I said, you're two-time, two-time winner. You get your, your names on the, the Barbara A. Burkmar trophy. Um, just can you elaborate on that? What's that, what's that mean to, you know, to, to, to have that on the head, you have your name with uh, a lot of other great champions on that trophy. Yeah, obviously it's an honor to be placed on that trophy with a bunch of other girls who've competed in the past who are, you know, better if not just as good. Um, it's just, it's cool experience overall. And I'm glad that I got to compete again. Obviously the break in 2022 was not something that, you know, I'm super proud of second place, not bad, but I'm always looking for the first place victory. So <laughs> it felt pretty good to do it again and do it at sunset is what I consider somewhat of my home course. Avery, what kind of stuff do you do to prepare for a tournament like that? To prepare for a tournament, I just try to dial in my game as much as possible. You know, you can always anticipate, you know, the greens are fast. So I always work on my six footers, eight feet, you know, nine feet, just 
the all those short putts that always matter you know it always will come down to the putting I think in my opinion you know um I like to also stay straight off the tee which sometimes can be my downfall so I think keeping the ball in play especially at sunset where you know you can get a lot of weird bounces and a lot of dog legs and I think keeping the ball in play was a big thing so just trying to get dialed all around was something important for me hey Avery uh uh, thank you again for uh, being on and uh, congrats on your victory. Um, what's the rest of the summer look like for you uh, before the school year starts up back up? Yeah, just I mean, probably like a tournament a week, just, you know, trying to chase as many victories as I can and just, you know, trying to get better every day. Sure. And then uh, season kicks off uh, for Viz and high school girls in Missouri, uh, what, late August? Is that correct? Uh, I think tryouts start first or second. So coming up soon. All right. Well, uh, keep it rolling. And uh, uh, do you have a couple of universities on the radar that you uh, would like to uh, visit uh, in the next uh, year or so? Honestly, I'm just, you know, trying to focus on my game now. And I'm hoping that that stuff will come, you know, as my game improves and just kind of waiting it out. I love it. Just being patient. Just uh, just keep piling up some victories and, uh, you know, those letters will come. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Avery at Viz, are, uh, are are you are you focused on just golf, or do you do you play any any other sports uh, at Viz? Um, I played basketball my freshman year. Um, I did not sophomore year, which is kind of disappointing. But you know, I don't know if I'll be back my junior. I'm not sure yet. Probably not. Uh, it's nice to play other sports though. Freshman year is fun. <laughs> makes you a well-rounded athlete. Makes you a better golfer if you can make a free throw. <laughs> 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 All right. That's Avery McLaughlin. She is the uh, champion of the MAGA Junior Girls Amateur Championship. She's going to be a junior at Viz, also a future Division One golfer, and find her on Instagram at Avery.McLaughlin. Avery, thanks for your time tonight. We appreciate it so much. Thank you for having me. We'll wrap up the show next. Thanks to Avery and Bubba for joining us right here on the CNC Golf Factory on the St. Louis Podcast Network. <laughs> Final segment here, CNC Golf Factory, St. Louis Podcast Network. Instagram, Twitter, CC underscore golf underscore factory. Find us on Facebook, C plus C Golf Factory, and like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We uh, we took last week off because there was a lot of action going on. We've already talked about the uh, the St. Uh, St. Albans member guest, but then there was also the MAGA nine-hole tournament out at Ruth Park. Kurt Rowe, how'd that go? Yeah, it was great. Uh, the fifth Metropolitan Nine-Hole Championship. You know, we started yet, obviously, five years ago. I just mentioned that. But, um, you know, as, as a new championship, it's still new. Um, we had 37 golfers teed up at Ruth Park. And, you know, the reason we, we created this championship was, uh, you know, we got some really cool nine-hole nine hole, uh, tracks around town. And we thought, how can we, uh, how can we showcase those guys and give them a little props and, and, and get some golfers out to, you know, appreciate the nine hole track. So it was our first time out of five years, first time visiting Ruth park. And, uh, actually is my first time seeing Ruth park and, uh, um, it, it's cool. What a cool little track. And, uh, you know, it was, it was in really great shape. It's, you know, it's not long. It's, 3000 yards from the back tees, or I think, you know, just, just over 3000 yards, but, uh, um, Ken Morgan, the superintendent been there a really long time. And, uh, he had, he had the place, you know, kind of dialed in. He was excited to, to have us out. And so we had, yeah, 37 golfers, all different. We had men's, we had senior men's, uh, we had two ladies play and, uh, we had one junior golfer play uh, a little Johnny DeLuca from forest Hills who won our, he actually won our 1300 
division last week at Sunset as well. Um, but uh, he he played in the he was the one junior golfer in the in the field. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. It was a uh, you know it was a nice it's nice to just get out nine holes. I mean, 37 golfers. We teed off at 7:30 a.m. and we were uh, me and the staff were having lunch down the street at Fallon's by quarter to 12. So that doesn't happen a whole lot in the yeah. <laughs> championship. So pretty good. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was fun, and um, I might even become. I I told Ken, um, and I'll have to give a little shout out to Jeff Palazzaro of Eighteen Strong. If any of you guys know them, I, I saw Jeff out there on Friday when I was out going out to do setup, and uh, I've come to find out he has a every Friday morning he has a group of guys that play. They tee off like at six a.m., and uh, I might start joining that group. I mean, I, I live ten minutes from there. Get out play nine holes and then I can be back. I'd still be in the office by eight 30 on Friday morning. So, um, yeah, thanks to, thanks to Jeff for the invite. Uh, and, uh, I might try to try to start uh, hitting up that group, but, uh, Kurt, yeah, it's fun. Kurt Goss, what's your, what's your favorite nine hole track around here? Uh, I've played uh Ruth park a handful of times. Uh, it's been a handful of years, but, uh, uh, Ruth park Baldwin. I'm trying to thank, help me out guys. What other courses? Gary Hill. Uh, never played it. Uh, Nashville, sure. Illinois has a fantastic nine hole golf course that I have is, heard it, that it will blow your mind how nice yeah. of a golf course it is manicured, you know, manicured like Bell Reef. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. You know, and we were supposed to do just a segue a little bit. We, the, for the, uh, the Southern Illinois golf association has an event called the Tony Stevens cup matches, which are, uh, it's, it's kind of a team event. And in 2020, we were scheduled to do those matches at Nashville. And then we got canceled the, the COVID ended up canceling that. And we didn't reschedule it back there, but I've always heard such tremendous things about that little nine hole course. It, it's really so good. And uh, I need to, I need to make a point to try to get, get out there. There's also a old rock spring over in Alton. Yep. And the, the Muni, the Muni golf course in Alton's gone. Now there's a train, there's a train station there now. Um, I'm trying to go other nine hole tracks around here. Um, St. Catherine's here in Edwardsville. It was a real peach. It was St. Catherine's. I never heard of that one. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Oh, uh, uh, Waterloo Country Club. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's a fun one. I spent five years of my career in Waterloo. Um, I mean, it's private, but again, it doesn't probably take much to get on it. You make a phone call. Call Kurt Rowey. See if I would be on there. I would say just park by the pool and walk to the first tee. <laughs> oh, you'll probably be. You'll probably be fine. Now, remember you, club, remember club, I've, also club. That, I've also heard that you can do that a log cabin and bogey. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> sure. Park by the pool. Walk, walk to the first state. Do they have a pool? I don't know. I have no idea. They don't. They don't let me on places like that. No, we we ran our junior championship there last year. The Much Fallen Junior Championship. That's I gotta fun. see it sometime. It's an interesting it's an interesting place. Actually I played in a, I played in a uh, a company golf scramble there one time. It's, I tell you what, guy, it's, it is, and I'll give it, Chris Finity is the superintendent who actually was a roommate of mine when I was in college. And uh, Chris is now the super there. Does he and, run both courses? So, yeah, he, he does, he is, he, he, you know, it's bogey club is one nine, log cabins is, is a second nine, but you can, you can play all 18. And that's what, you know, that's what, that's what we've done in the Metropolitan Junior Championship. We played out a bogey club because it's basically two different layouts depending on which, club you start out of right um you know the the routing you know changes but uh you know roger null redid that thing 
uh, gosh, probably seven, eight, nine years ago now. She was probably farther than that back, but they renovated it all new putting greens and it's, uh, you know, it's not long either. It's, I, it, it might be 6,000 yards, you know, all the way around, but it's, it might be the most fun 6,000 yards you're going to find in town. It's I had a blast. Remember, it was a long time wow. ago, but I remember having a very, very good time playing that golf course. It was, oh, it's it's, it's a lot of fun. It is really cool. And, so. we, were, and we were playing out of bogey club too. Cause I remember I won a bogey club shirt. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wish I still had it. No kidding. Yeah. That'd be a prized possession. There's not many of those out there. Cause yeah. they, don't, they don't have a, uh, there's no golf shops at either one of those either. So, Oh, they don't have pro shops. No bogey club doesn't. I mean, they got the clubhouse, but yeah. it's basically, they do have a locker room upstairs. Um, but it's, it's basically a place for where they have lunches and, you know, dining yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. There's I had a, it was, I remember it was, it was a, it was a yellow Slavzinger shirt with, with BC on it. I think yep. I gave the shirt to goodwill. So, wow. some, so there's somebody out there running around with a, with a, with a bogey club shirt on. <laughs> So, uh, upcoming qualifiers, like we were talking about it being USGA qualifying season, probably have, you have, we had junior, uh, junior amateur yesterday yep. on the uh, 27th of June and you have probably have is amateur done already. No, no amateurs, uh, amateurs, the next qualifier that's July 17th, 18th. Um, those entries actually just closed, uh, last Wednesday. So we've got a big field. We got 120 golfers. Where are you having that um, at? That's at Meadowbrook, and uh, okay. I'm very excited. It's going to be our first time seeing Meadowbrook since their renovation completed, you know, a couple of years ago. So um, I'm excited to, to to get out there and and run a qualifier and or anything, you know, at Meadowbrook, which is always uh, I it's, I think it's one of the underrated tracks in town, to be honest with you. And, Man, and another, uh, think, another big golf course, isn't it? I've never yeah. played up there either. Yeah, and it's even it got even bigger with this last renovation too. They were able to add some yardage, so it's you know it's right around seventy two hundred from the from oh, the back wow. tee. So yeah, so, it's yeah, really got, good. Yeah, we've got one hundred twenty, um, one hundred twenty playing for three spots. That's uh that's pretty tight. That's going to be good. But we do that, you know, we we do USDM qualifying over two days, so we have one hundred twenty on day one on seventeenth, and then we'll we cut the field down for the second day for the thirty six because it's thirty six holes to to get into the USAM. So top US, fifty USAM's at Cherry Hills this year. So top fifty qualify go, go to so it, it's no nah, it's a it's kind of odd. It's actually it's forty percent of whoever tees it up on Monday. <laughs> so okay, it's, yeah, it's yeah it's it's kind of a strange cut formula, but um, so if we have, if, if all 120 tee it up, if they all show up and tee up, tee it up on Monday, then 40% of that. So 48 in ties would get, would make the cut and to go to Tuesday. So yeah, cool. but, uh, yeah. Um, and before that we do have we've got the Metropolitan women's championship coming up at Westboro on July 10th and 11th, the week before that. So, um, open spot still for that one. Entries, uh, close. They closed tonight, but uh, if, uh, if the word gets out, I'm sure we could probably find some room to to get get a couple more ladies in. You know, that's uh, it's uh, I, I think we we have around 30 players right now, and you know, I think I think the the word championship scares some ladies sometimes. Um, you know, they they feel like uh, it's it's not for them, and that's not the case. I mean, our our women's championship, yes, we have a championship division and that's for the ladies like Kathy Glennon and Ellen Port and our defending champion is Gracie Pyre um you know but uh th- we do we have uh flighted divisions for for any other lady that's who wants to come out and play and enjoy a couple rounds at Westboro so um <laughs> but uh unfortunately we don't we don't get uh we don't get the field that uh 
you know, that uh, we, we would hope to. But anyway, but it'll it'll be a couple of good days at Westboro for the Women's Championship, playing for the, the Jane M. Watson Trophy. So Head up MetGA.org to sign up for all your local Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association golf tournaments. Yep. Kurt Toss, how's the, uh, how's the Gateway PGA these days? What's going on? Uh, so they just had, we just had, uh, what is it, uh, qualifier to get into the Corn Ferry uh, here locally uh, over at Gateway. Once again, Sean Barnes and his crew uh, <laughs> doing their part to uh, the, serve the local golfing community. Um, and now, just look at the Don't you mean merchandiser of the year, Sean Barnes? So anyways, moving forward, um, <laughs> yes, he's won it a couple times. But again, um, it's all politics, Andy. Um, we don't really judge it on – I'll leave it alone. Um, let's move <laughs> forward. Anyways, you got me frazzled. Um, I do see our next big event, um, which is like the one event I like to play here over at uh, Surrey's Place at Oakbrook. It's the uh, old Tower T Invitational um, where oh, cool. Surrey's – Surrey's crew, um, they make it uh, 18 holes of par three and try to keep the same yardage that uh, Tower T was. Um, last year, I was leading after one hole at one under. Unfortunately, um, I will not be able to participate this year. I will be out of town for a day and a half um, with some friends. But uh, um, also looking at the Gateway Sections website, I mean, the junior, speaking of junior golfers, I mean, the laundry list of places and events, <laughs> nine holes, 18 holes. I mean, if you're a parent um, and you're trying to find somewhere for your uh, kiddos to play, the gateway section has a thousand options right now. So the summer is not gone and over with just yet. You still got time um, to uh, register your kiddos for some events, get them out there competing. Um, just uh, like Kurt Rowe is going to be competing tomorrow night. Right. Big match <laughs> against, against Mark McGuire's brother, Charles. That's right. That's right. Yep. That's what I hear. Uh, she'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a hundred percent handicap tomorrow, right? Kurt, all yep. the low man. That's yeah, right. I got the squared away. I'll get that scorecard made for you, partner. I'll do the heavy lifting this time. Appreciate you it. Just sit back and relax, play some golf. That's all I'm going to do. That's what I plan on doing. I, hey, haven't, won, I haven't won a match since the first year I played in it. So. Well, don't, don't say never, uh, don't call it a comeback. I just said I haven't. <laughs> well, don't worry. Your time will come. Just, I know people really care about this, so I'm going to say it anyway. You guys might care about it. The past, I, so my past new nine, uh, my my past two nine hole ma- uh, league rounds out there. Shot a 41 with a triple last night. Shot a 40 with a triple the night before or the previous Tuesday. Post it. Just bad, bad beats. Post it. Terrible. I oh, if they're posted. I they're on there. I know. Rowie's I'm looking it up right now. Make sure I post. <laughs> uh, the Quincy Little People's Golf Tournament uh, wrapped up their fiftieth tournament this year. I with the great Nan Ryan up there runs a fantastic tournament. All kinds of again, you know, if you want to get your kids involved in, in tournament golf, uh, this is this is the place to get them started. Is one of them is is, is a, this great tournament up in Quincy, uh, still sponsored by Pepsi for fifty straight years. Um, so it's pretty cool. So if you, uh, littlepeoplesgolf.com for next year, if you want to get your kids involved with that. So, Hey, uh, real quick guys. Um, speaking of junior golfers, Kurt, we mentioned earlier, uh, Avery and, uh, Bubba, but, yeah. uh, one of our St. Albans own, uh, Caden fair picked up a victory that, uh, same couple days over at sunset. Uh, what was the age division for, uh, Caden? 15, he was in the 15 under. 
Yep. Yeah. And uh, I Caden uh, will be, uh, I guess, will be teammates with uh, Bubba this upcoming school year. I think Caden's going to become uh, or will be a freshman at uh, Chaminade. So. I think that's right. Oh. Yeah, his. Uh, in fact, yeah, I think his mom. His mom mentioned that to me out at sunset when she we were, they were they were playing the morning on the second round, and she said something about Caden going to, uh, going to going to Chaminade. So yeah, shout out to Caden and his yeah uh, his win. Yeah, little funny story because I've known Caden now for uh, nine years, so I've known this young lad since he was five. But uh, for many years, I would always say on the weekends uh, when he was out practicing, Caden, you got your homework done. He would always respond with they don't give us homework on the weekends. And I would always be like, what kind of school doesn't give homework? You know, what kind of generation are we living in now? When I ask him, because he's been at Chaminade the past couple of years, cause I started in seventh grade. I'm like, can you got your homework done? He's like, no, they give us too much. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's always fun. I like to yell at him and dad, uh, dad gets a good chuckle. So he's a good young man. And, uh, a lot of good uh, junior players we talked about tonight, guys. Yeah, he had, when I saw Caden at Sunset, first thing he asked me, he goes, he said, uh, shouldn't you be playing the, in the tradition? I said, no, nah, I can't this weekend. So, <laughs> <laughs> His dad was, though. His dad had a good time. That's right. Yep. Good stuff, boys. Yep. Thanks to Bubba Chapman. Thanks to Avery McLaughlin for joining us on this uh, episode of the CNC Golf Factory. Catch us next time. Make sure you subscribe on the wonderful uh, platforms, Spotify, Apple. And also make sure that you like us on Instagram and Twitter. That's CC underscore golf underscore factory. And on Facebook, it is the C plus C golf factory for Kurt Rowey for Kurt Goss. I'm Andy Hanselman. You have been listening to the CNC golf factory on the St. Louis podcast network. Content on the St. Louis Podcast Network is 100% human created.